Hey there, and welcome back to Ginger Biz, the podcast. I'm Katie, your host, and today we're diving into email marketing tips to grow your list. So let's dive on in. Email marketing tips to grow your email list. In episode 77, I talk about why an email list is important. So if you haven't yet, I suggest you jump over there, tune in, and kind of get the secrets of why I think it's so important to have an email list. Then hop back over here so that you can tune in to the tips to grow that same very list. I'm a ginger who snaps photos, but my real jam is business. Originally from the Pacific Northwest, now kicking it on the East Coast. I'm a successful entrepreneur who wants to share my passion with the world. We will walk through my journey as an entrepreneur while balancing motherhood, a full-time executive role, and living life to its fullest. This podcast will be an educational resource on entrepreneurship, a raw, uncut look at motherhood, and a place for you to find encouragement. Whether you're exploring entrepreneurship, been at it a couple years, are a mother, a full-time employee, or just want a good laugh while learning, put your headphones on because we're diving in. I'm Katie, and I'm so excited to have you here. Today, I'm going to talk about six tips of how you can grow your email list. Number one would be creating valuable lead magnets. Offer valuable content or resources that your target audience would find compelling and relevant. This can include things such as like ebooks, guides, templates, checklists, exclusive content, or even access to webinars or online courses. And you could even do an early access sort of thing specifically for your email list to give them that added value. You want to promote these lead magnets on your website, on social media channels, and other marketing platforms to entice visitors to subscribe to your email list in exchange for that valuable content that you're providing. This can look like anything, honestly. I've done freebies for our product-based business as a free card, where it's a template, all they have to do is print it and they can cut it. I've done time management tools, time block schedules, just so many different things because the possibilities are super, super endless. You just want to give them value so that they feel, you know, inclined to drop their name and email address. Number two, optimized website opt-in forms. So place prominent and visually appealing opt-in forms on your website. On high traffic pages, such as a homepage, blog post, or landing pages, pages that you see people are sitting on for a longer period of time than maybe just clicking through. You want to keep the form field super simple and only ask for necessary information. For me personally, it's a name and email address. This will encourage higher opt-in rates because we all know the less we have to do, the more likely we are to do it, right? Also provide a clear and compelling call to action that highlights the value of the reason why someone should subscribe to your email list. So you want to make sure that it's super compelling straight out the gate. So for me, if I do an opt-in form, I will generally do it on my Gingerbiz page, my homepage, and sometimes a couple others. It really depends on what I'm trying to push that week or that month. For Gingerbiz, if you're sitting on Gingerbiz, it's going to tell you, hey, have you tuned into the latest episode? Here, get, sign up for our email address now so that you can be in the know. If you're sitting on my homepage, it's going to be a little bit more generic because I'm not exactly sure what you're looking for when you're sitting on the homepage to start, whether you're going for photography services or for Gingerbiz, but you can still drop your name and email address. You'll be in the know. You'll get a know of offers and anything that's going on. I also utilize Pinterest a lot for my opt-in forms. So I have a landing page where people can go and sign up 
to opt in for our newsletter. And that's where I put all my Pinterest pins too. And a lot of those pins will showcase the freebies that I give away. Like I mentioned, the time block scheduler or even a free printable card that I think personally is super cute. Number three is that you want to use pop-ups and exit intent offers. An exit intent offer is basically when the site can tell that somebody's leaving your site, you just want to pop it up real quick. You can always make it say whatever you want, but it could say something to the extent of like, oh, hey, before you leave, drop your name and email here so we can stay in touch or whatever the case is. Again, you're working with that pop-up and kind of making it so that it's relevant to that audience. But that's what the exit intent offer is. You want to utilize pop-ups and exit intent technology to capture visitors' attention and engage and encourage them to subscribe before they drop off your website. So super simple. Again, with Wix, we use Lightbox and they just pop up on the page. We can make them customizable so we can change them based on like the holidays that are approaching or anything else like that. So if like Valentine's is coming and we want people to, you know, know that we have some offers going on for products, we'll then, you know, put that pop up there. Or if there's anything else going on, we can just put up pop-ups and encourage people to sign up. Same with the excellent intent offers. You just want them to pop up as they're starting to leave. You can use targeting and segmentation options to show pop-ups to specific audience segments or on specific pages for better relevance. And like I mentioned before, if you're on Gingerbiz, you're clearly here for entrepreneurship and career-minded sort of things. And so that's what we pushed when you landed on our Gingerbiz page. Number four, you can leverage social media. Now, email lists, I think, are a great and awesome way to stay connected with your audience and grow and really reach more people. However, I think that you can really, really leverage social media to your benefit in this. You can use social media platforms to promote your email list and encourage signups. Creating enticing social media posts that highlight the benefits of joining your email list such as exclusive discounts, updates, or even educational content is so beneficial. Then you can direct followers to a dedicated landing page or an opt-in form where they can easily subscribe. Like I mentioned with Pinterest, we do this a lot. We utilize Pinterest to grow our email list. We will post what the freebie is. It'll be a cute little graphic to catch, catch their attention. Then they go straight to the specific landing page that we've made for the opt-in. And then in their in- inbox, a few minutes later, they get what they were looking for. And there we go. We exchanged a freebie for an, you know, potential client. It's an awesome setup. You can also utilize stories and do links through there. The possibilities are super endless when it comes to social media. And again, it's just getting those people off of that media channel and on to your email list. You can still interact with them on social media. You're still there. You're still showing up. But this way you have a contingency plan, if nothing else, if social media were to fail. The fifth and probably most fun one that I think is run contests or giveaways. You can organize contests or giveaways that require participants to subscribe to your email list for entry. Offer attractive uh, prizes or incentives that align with your target audience's interests or your products and services. Promote the contest or giveaway on your website, social media channels, and other marketing channels to maximize participation on that email list growth. Because you're going to grow if you can get them to sign up. Now for me, I think it's fun to do Instagram giveaways because I 
it's just an easy way to do it in my opinion. It can get a little tricky, but what you can do is either have the sole entry point being that they join your email list or it can be a bonus entry. A lot of people I think will do that as like a stories, like share this to your stories and that's your bonus entry. Well, instead you could say share, you know, share your name and email and that's your bonus entry. It's a great way to get people going. Plus it's just fun to do a contest and a giveaway because you can do it on so many different levels. Like for me, we will likely be doing this in the near future is doing a giveaway of our um, podcast course. We have a podcast course for how to start your own podcast because we recently done it and we've had a lot of success with it. So we decided to put all those thoughts and all those tips into one huge course where we walk you through how to do it. And what I'm hoping to do is give away one free seat to that so that the consumer, the winner, doesn't have to buy it. And it's a great way to trade a freebie or a contest giveaway as a way to get people on my email list. So that's kind of our plan and how we utilize it. Um, And you can have so much fun with it. You can do as, as simple as giving away merchandise or giving away a free coaching call or even giving away an engagement session, whatever it is for you. Now, the sixth thing I want to talk about is partnering with influencers or collaborating with other businesses. You can collaborate with influencers or, you know, a complimentary business in your industry to reach a wider audience and grow your email list. There's no better way than to partner with someone else who is also trying to reach more people and just kind of sharing and having that crossover. You can offer co-branded lead magnets or even host joint webinars or events where participants are encouraged to subscribe to your email list for the additional value. Leveraging the existing audience and credibility of influencers or that partnered business to gain more exposure can drive signups immensely. Something that's fun with this too is you could do a giveaway with someone. Let's say you're a wedding planner and you partner with a photographer and the photographer is willing to give away an engagement session. You guys can both mutually benefit because maybe that wedding planner has a higher reach than that photographer or whatever the case. And the way that they enter is by giving you their name and email. It's perfect. These are also just fun things that you can do. You can even do it as a product-based thing. If you offer a certain product and another business has a different type of product that's complementary to yours, you guys can do a package deal where they win both items or you pick multiple winners, whatever the case may be there's a lot of opportunity there to grow that email list. You just want to make sure that you're setting yourself up for success in a way that you have that opt-in page that they can easily click onto and then sign up straight away. Another fun way to kind of do this with a collaborative or as a collaborative is doing Instagram lives. You can get on Instagram live with one of these people, whether it's an influencer or a fellow business owner, and just chat it out with them, talk with them, engage with your followers, engage with the viewers, and then let them know that they're going to get an added value if they subscribe to your email list. Whether that means you're giving brides awesome tips for their wedding day, or you're talking shop with another business owner who, you know, isn't, is in an educational role, you can do so much with it. It can be so, so beneficial. So, Let's slow our roll. What I'm going to challenge you to do is execute these and set yourself a time frame of either six to 12 weeks, whatever it is for you. In week one, you want to create that valuable lead magnets on your website and create that content and resources that you will then be able to give out to people as they join your email list. That's week one. 
And if you're doing it in 12 weeks, that can be week one too. So either do these in week segments or two week segments, okay? And then number two is optimizing your website opt-in forms. This can be a little bit tricky. I think it's fairly easy, but it can be a little bit tricky to get set up, especially if you're not super familiar with your website. But spend a week or two on this and really, really optimize your website so that you are easily collecting names and email addresses throughout the process of people landing on your page. That way, no one is going untouched. You want to reach everybody. And then for the three and four weeks, you can or, you know, for the next two weeks, basically, or next week, however you want to do it, use pop-ups and exit intent offers. So you want to work on those, spend a week or two setting those up, getting those in place so that you're capturing people right before they step off your site. It's kind of like when you're working and Susie Q comes in and has a couple questions and then she's on her way and you're like, Hey, wait, Susie Q really quick. I had one more question. Boom. You hit her and you're out and you're done. That's what those exit intent offers are. You want to utilize that. And then the next week, I want you to focus on leveraging social media. Start using social media to grow that email list so that you have that contingency plan. Especially if you have tons of tons of followers on social media, boom, easy sale, get them to sign up. The following week, run a contest or giveaway. And maybe this is a hybrid of five and six where you run a giveaway, but you're partnered with a collaborative business or whatever. That's awesome. And then spend the next week coming up with ideas of how you can collaborate with others. And maybe that means that you're helping push their email list too. Maybe you're helping them in different ways. Maybe you're swapping a photo session, whatever the case, focus on that last week or two of number six, partnering with influencers or collaborate, um, or collaborate with another business. So that's your assignment for the next six to 12 weeks. And if you do it sooner, awesome, possum to you. (laughs) But I think it's just so, so, so beneficial to make sure that your email marketing strategy is in place and you're working to grow that list. And again, if you don't know why an email list is important, hop over to episode 77, give it a listen so you can have a good fundamental base to build on and then listen to this episode again and again until you niche down and are able to grow that list. Thank you so much for listening to today's episode. I'm Katie, your host, and until next time, keep on diving in.